This is Rhema for Today. Smith Wigglesworth said, when the gift of faith, or as the Amplified has its special faith, is in manifestation, you know ahead of time what God's going to do. And I knew ahead of time what God was going to do. And I caught the attention of the lady sitting, the second one from their right. And I said to her sister, pointed to her, and she said, finally said me, I said, yeah, you, you. So I got her attention, and then I dropped my hand. I said, now I'm going to point to you again, and when I do, the Holy Ghost will come on you. Get up and walk out of the chair. And I did, and she did, and God did. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Taking Your Place, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Then he says, he went about their cities and villages first, number one, teaching in their synagogue, number two, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and number three, healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. So his ministry consisted of teaching and preaching. Do you ever stop thinking about when you preach the word, you're doing the works of Jesus? Hallelujah. See, the works of Jesus didn't just consist of healings or just consist of miracles, but it's all of it. Now then, there's not any one of us that's going to do the same works in the same measure. But the whole body will do even more. For the simple reason that uh, Jesus had the spirit without measure. Remember John 3, 34? John's gospel, the third chapter, the 34th verse, speaking of Jesus said, for he hath given him the spirit without measure. That means he couldn't have any more. But I, as one individual of the body of Christ, do not have the spirit without measure. I do believe this. I can't prove it by scripture, but right on the other hand, you can't disprove it by scripture either. I believe that the whole body of Christ in the earth today does have the same measure that he had. Amen? But I, as an individual member of the body of Christ, you see, only have the spirit by measure or in measure, so to speak. And so then we're doing the works of Jesus. But let's think about and talk about healing for a, for a little bit here. How are we going to minister healing? Well, we're going to do it the same way Jesus did. Amen. Praise God, because he's continuing to do what he began to do and to teach. He's continuing to do. Amen. Well, now then, how were people healed under the ministry of Jesus? You'll find that primarily, and there's some little maybe offshoots from some of these, but from primarily by three different methods or ways. Stay where God may use you just with one of them, or he may use you with two of them, and he may use somebody else in another method, but, and he may use some of us in all three of them at some time or another. But remember this, that if we're going to do the works that he did, we'll have to have the same spirit a measure of the same power and do it with the same method or the same way. Now, as you read through the four Gospels, you think, because you see so many of them, there are many, many recorded instances of individual testimonies of healing. 
Like for instance, a woman with the issue of blood is an individual testimony of healing. The Syrophoenician woman that came on the behalf of a daughter is a testimony of an individual healing. You think there are many of them, but actually there's only 19 of them listed. Because you see, Matthew, Mark, Luke recorded some of those. You see, it's recorded three times, but it's just one. John recorded some that the others didn't. Now you understand this, that that's not the only ones that were healed on an individual basis. That is ministering one-to-one. You understand that the Bible talks about the multitudes being healed. But you see, there's no individual testimony there. I always wanted to go through the four Gospels, and I got that idea from Dr. A.B. Simpson. And teach on that, but I never had it. It didn't fit. It doesn't fit in Crusades. You see, there's some things you teach and preach in a church that you don't teach and preach in a crusade. Some of you fellas need to understand, you can't run a church like a crusade. You can't run a church like it was a seminar. Church is an entirely different thing. I'm talking about ordinary church services. And you even minister healing on a different basis and on a different level in a church than you do in a crusade. I pastored nearly 12 years down the state of Texas. And in 12 years of pastoral work, we never did bury one church member. Now, we had some folks, you see, that was kin to somebody. One time we had a a person that got sick and they wasn't a member of our church, but we led them to the Lord and they went on and died. Didn't have time to get the word into them. I talked about a church member. I'm talking about one that came to church. Listen. But you know, I got them healed on an entirely different basis than what, what I do over here in crusades. And in some of our ministers' conferences, I want to get into that so that those pastors will understand some things. And then one time when Jesus appeared to him in one of the visions, he told me uh, about how to pray for some of these folks. Now, out of these 19 individual cases, now you understand there's one or two more there, but, but there's no testimony to it. It just mentions they got healed and that's it. But out of these 19 individual cases of healing, 12 out of the 19 were healed on their own faith or by their own faith. For instance, a woman of the issue of blood, Jesus said in Mark 5, 34, daughter, thy faith, whose faith? Thy faith has made thee whole. Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. You see him saying that again and again. 12 times out of 19 cases, Well, that just simply means then, you see, John said, if everything Jesus did and said was recorded, I don't suppose the world itself could contain the books. But why did the Holy Ghost just see fit to see this is what recorded? Because he wanted to get us the message over to us. Then the majority of people that you're going to get healed, whether you're ministering as a layman or a minister, and layman can get people healed too. I've seen some that had marvelous healing ministers. Most of them are going to be healed on their own faith. Not one single time in the four Gospels can you find where Jesus ever said, according to my faith, so be it done unto you. Did he? Not one single time did Jesus ever say, according to the apostles' faith, so be it done unto you. But now you understand this, that another way that Jesus ministered was under the manifestation of what we call gifts of the Spirit. And the the gift of faith, special faith is one of them. 
Oh, I love that when that anointing comes. If it's me, I'd produce it every service. But I'm not the head of the church. Now, like for instance, I tell this story. I could tell you many more than this, but I tell this because we've got some witnesses. You see some of our singers. About five years ago there in Philadelphia, there were four ladies sitting over here. Well, they were over here to my, my left in wheelchairs. And I'd finished my sermon. Suddenly the anointing came on me. I knew exactly what it was. Smith Wigglesworth said, when the gift of faith, or as the Amplified has its special faith, is in manifestation, you know ahead of time what God's going to do. And I knew ahead of time what God was going to do. And I caught the attention of the lady sitting, the second one from their right. And I said to her sister, pointed to her, and she said, finally said me, I said, yeah, you, you. So I got her attention. And then I dropped my hand. I said, now I'm going to point to you again. And when I do, the Holy Ghost will come on you. Get up and walk out of the chair. And I did, and she did, and God did. And she was healed. We learned later that she had been in the chair three years with rheumatoid arthritis. Secondly, that she had emphysema. But she is healed of all of it. And she said to some of our singers in group here at the book table, three days later, I still can't believe it. Well, it wasn't her faith then, was it? I said, was it? Well, it wasn't my faith because if it was my faith, I could have done the same thing with the other three women. But I couldn't. Why couldn't I? Because I don't have the same manifestation. Now, I can minister to them on a lower level that we'll get to in a minute, but I can't minister on that same level. Now, you see Jesus ministering that way. You look into the fifth chapter of John's gospel, and you know the story of a these five porches there at Bethesda, there's a pool and these porches have been built around it. We'd call them sheds. In other words, just to shield these people from the sun and from the weather. And they're all kind of halt, maimed and blind and sick people there. And Jesus walked up to one that had been in a certain condition for a number of years and knowing by the word of knowledge that he'd been a long time in that condition said, will thou be made whole? He said, sir, I have no one to put me in the water. Someone always gets in first, you know, while I'm coming down. Jesus said, rise, take up your bed and walk. He rose, took up his bed and took off. And it's the Sabbath. And the, the Pharisees stopped him. See, it's unlawful to carry your bed. It's unlawful to carry your bed on the Sabbath day. Well, he said, the man that healed me told me to take up my bed and walk. Well, they said, who was it? And he, the scripture said, he wist not who it was. He didn't even know who it was. For he said, Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. Remember the scripture? Sorry, isn't it? Read it. Well, now you see what happened here was that, that he could only minister. You say, yeah, but he's the son of God. Yeah, but he laid aside all his mighty power and glory, the scripture said. He's ministered under the anointing of the spirit. And that's the only one the Holy Ghost told him to minister to. And he walked off and left five porches full. Five porches full of sick and halt and maim. If he had had time, he could have taught them, preached to them. Maybe minister to some of them. And the scripture tells us that later on then that Jesus met the man in the temple and told him, go and sin no more lest the worst thing come on you. Amen. Well, we should have experiences like that. Not just me, not just one of us. The body of Christ should have experiences like that. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Amen. And so sometimes we will. Like I said, if it was me, I'd do that every service. But that's the reason that nobody receives gifts of the Spirit that they can operate when they want to. Welcome to Rama for Today 
with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the two CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. Also in this package is Lynette Hagan's book, Seed Thought Devotional. Lastly, Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled, Five Hindrances to Growth in Grace. All this for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, I'm always talking about word partners. Well, somebody said, well, what is a word partner? Well, hun, you know, that's just somebody. In fact, every conference that we have, I've had yes. several people come up and they hear about it there uh, that be, have become a partner. And the yes. partner is somebody that prays for us on a regular basis and then sends an offering at least once a month, whatever they can afford to send to help yes. support Rama, help support this, this telecast, and all the other things that we do all over the world. And you can just go to rhema.org slash WPC and find out all about it. And we would welcome you to become a partner with us. For you that are partners with us, we want to thank you for helping us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.